Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, on this Widow Wednesday with the Rogue One at Gary Widow. Hello, Mr. Widow. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? What are the Loodle numbers at today? We were just, funny you should ask, we were just talking about it uh, before we went live. I was talking to um, the the boys in the back room here, and uh, we did actually just pass a milestone. Um we just we just passed two hundred uh, sorry two point five million active users. The official number uh, as of the the update that I got like literally five minutes ago is two million five hundred five thousand three hundred twenty eight. What is and that? So what is, How is what that, does that mean? One? That's that's active users. You have active users. Wow. Yeah, they, that's not everyone that plays every day. We have about three hundred fifty anywhere between three hundred fifty and four hundred thousand people that play every play every like every day. But uh-huh. but two but but two million people that play like you know, whenever two and a half million. What yeah. are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're, the, you're know. you know, you're taking the world, but you're still the indie developer too. You know, now that the New York times has bought up. I the mean, real world, you're the indie. It's kind of like what happened with animal talking, where I just, you know, started it as like a way to kind of goof off and hang out you with friends. Stumble into pandemic. success left and right. And then, you know, <laughs> next thing you know, you got sting playing, you know, on your couch, playing songs and Selena Gomez and what have you. I don't you know. Trying like, to it's, buy a it's, Costco hot dog and somehow ended up writing Rogue One. Nobody understands <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> no, I know it's funny because, like, you know, all of these things just start off as goofs, but then they they get to a point where they blow up to a degree where it almost starts to become a little bit uncomfortable because it's like, oh shit, like you have a responsibility now to all these people and there's so many players and we're hearing all this feedback and want to make sure we don't, you know, fuck it up because it's really visible or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Then suddenly it becomes, I don't know. I have this, I have this like really good knack to like take simple things that are designed to bring me a little bit of joy and, and silliness. Mm-hmm. And all they end up doing is bringing me fucking anxiety and stress. Well, and I don't mean that this isn't at all, you know, meant to talk shit or anything like that for this, for Loodle, how much work goes into it on a daily basis? Is it not set it and forget it? I mean, so, like, you know, so Adam, who works on it with me, I talked to him. <laughs> I, t- I talk to him every day. Um, well, so several sorry. times a day about the word, you know, we're always reshuffling the word list, like what's going to be the word tomorrow and the next day and the next sure. day. We just had that conversation yesterday, which are really fun conversations to have because, you know, every other word is, is like filthy, you know, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say the word, um, <laughs> but then just talking about like, just like, talking about the numbers and, you know, there's a bunch of new features that we're adding. Adam's always, always kind of tweaking the back end of the, of the game to add. We've got some interesting new features rolling out. We just added this thing called sheltered mode where if you don't know a lot of lewd words, you can turn that on and you can try any dictionary word just to kind of like oh. try and place letters. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't even know enough like rude words. So we that's like, that's why we I made stopped it. playing. I was just like, yeah. I don't know enough. Well, you can turn on show for those who have led sheltered lives. You can turn on sheltered mode and you can, sure. you can type in any word to try and lock in some letters. But um, yeah, so it, it's turned into a bit of work. We actually just added, uh someone to the team we added a lexicographer someone whose job is is to do nothing but make sure that we have every possible dirty word 
um, in We're in the database because we add them all the time. It's Sanskrit trying to figure it's out interesting. What the the dictionary has has grown a lot. We I think we started with like, we had like 50, 60 something words when we when we started. We have like more than triple. I think we have more than two hundred words in the dictionary now. Um, because like every time someone says, "What the fuck? I tried this word and it doesn't accept it." You're like, um, <laughs> we go, we go and add it. So you know, the the dictionary, the dictionary, like literally, there's new words added. Like probably ten or twelve new words added every day. Uh, so yeah, it's just a fun project. It's been a really, really. I, I tweeted about this other day. It's been even though as you know, as silly as it is, it is game development, right? We're developing a For game sure. that people play every day, and it goes out to a lot of people. So seeing the feedback and trying to figure out what feedback is valid and what is just like stupid criticism and, you know, me and Adam kind of bitching about like, we, we look at like the tweets we get from people going, look at this dumb motherfucker, you know, just, just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it really, it really does give you an insight into game development in, in the sense of, you know, understanding what it's like to try and, you know, serve a large audience who, you know, they don't all think one thing, what what some what one person thinks is a lewd word, another person the person doesn't disagree. And that's and we're just at the thin end of the wedge. Like I get scaled that up to like working on Call of Duty or something where people are like, you know, oh yeah, swatting you and giving you death threats because they don't like, you know, the the crosshair on the new gun or something. It's like who'd be a game developer, man? It's a fucking thankless task. I know that much. Well, what I know, Gary, is that there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Ooh, and I know yes. That Ding Dong XL is on the Nintendo Switch, so it makes me wonder. It if is maybe one of the forty minutes of announcements we're getting tomorrow will, in fact, be Loodle coming to the Nintendo Switch. But I know you probably couldn't say anything if it was. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that we're getting an Apex Legends sequel. No, wait, no, we're not. Are we? No, we're mm-hmm. not. And then, are we ever getting Scalebound? No, they canceled that. But is it coming back? No, it's not. But it might be. We'll talk about all that and more because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that. Be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free. You can be a Patreon producer, and you can get each and every episode, each and every weekday, with the brand new post show we do at the end, all for you. Uh, if you want to do that, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can be watching live as we record the show, just like OM Jesus, D for Dustin, and Whoa, Where 69 all are. Uh, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames for absolutely free, even though you could sub, and we would love it if you did, maybe use that Amazon Prime subscription you get for free. <laughs> You have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. There's a brand spanking new episode of PSI Love You XOXO up right now, and it's a banger talking all about PlayStation's new 10 live service games that'll be coming out by 2026 you can go catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe p.s i love you xoxo search for it wherever you get your podcast and get excited for spider-man and get ready to hate socom uh also if that wasn't enough for you uh today guess what blessings taking over xbox's twitch channel in celebration of black history month he'll be playing some of his favorite games from rare replay tune in at noon pacific on twitch.tv slash xbox to watch live Thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, Pranksky, Manny, the Bagel Boy Sanchez, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Time for the Roper Report. 
Thank you, Kevin. Number one, a Nintendo Direct is incoming. Ew, 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 ew. It's happening tomorrow. And you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. No, don't Jesus take the wheel. Hey, Tim Gettys take the wheel. Tim, what's going on with this Nintendo Direct? How you doing, Greg and Gary? It's been a while since I've been on a show with you fine gentlemen. Very excited to wake up this morning and see a Nintendo Direct announcement. And not just an announcement, coming tomorrow. There's not even much time to speculate. There's not even that much time to get hype and get ridiculously out of control do with they, predictions. Do they we'll usually announce them with this little notice, Tim? Is this unusual to say a Direct is coming tomorrow? I feel like in more recent times, it's been getting more and more common that it's been a last minute official confirmation announcement. There's usually like rumors and speculation of the direct date. And then within a week of that starting up, which that started last week, we get the official announcement from Nintendo and then it's imminent and then it actually happens. But what's key to note here is this is the first major Nintendo Direct since last September. And they've been getting a little less frequent um, over the last couple of years because of the pandemic, just the whole situation of where Nintendo's at. But they usually have three big Directs a year. Um, and th they're not all equally big, but we normally get one in the beginning part of the year. We get that middle one uh, during the E3 time, and then we get one around the September uh, time frame to kind of like figure out the, the rest of the year and kind of like tease the, the spring releases as well. So there we are. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so go for it, Greg. I was gonna and and, and also, as we, were, as we were just discussing before the show, we don't have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning for this one. That was nice of them as well. Exactly. The official tweet from Nintendo reads, tune in 2-9. That's if you can decode that. September. No, I'm sorry. February. It's February. Uh, 9th at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific for a Nintendo Direct live stream featuring roughly 40 minutes of information mainly focused on Nintendo Switch games launching in the first half of 2022. I dropped in a little bit of context from IGN.com where Joe Screbbles reported on it and said, this marks the first Nintendo Direct of the year and the first Direct focus focused on multiple games since last September, which saw the announcement of Kirby and the Forgotten Land, the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass, and more. Uh, in October, we also got broadcast to announce Sora coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and mm -hmm. then Animal Crossing New Horizons Direct showing off the DLC and last update. In December, we also got an Indie World broadcast. Timothy Geddes, you, of course, are our Nintendo fanboy. The floor is yours. So a lot of interesting things to take from this tweet itself, right? 40 minutes of information. That's a that's a chunky, long direct. And knowing Nintendo, that could mean a lot of things. It could be, hey, here's 26 games being talked about. Or, hey, here's like four games being talked about for way too long. And the long ones are not the ones that you actually want to see. So like always with Nintendo, you can't ever fully predict what they're actually going to do. Um, and especially then, you know, we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of years as more developers and publishers have been taking it into their own hands to do direct style uh, presentations and just own their own messaging for game announcements and all of that, where they will try to like get everybody to temper their expectations and expect exactly what they should and, and to dissuade people being upset it's never going to happen and the worst thing is a lot of these people end up not being fully truthful and nintendo are the major culprits of that so them saying mainly focused on nintendo switch games launching in the first half of 2022 that mainly focus does give them the wiggle room to focus on some 2023 and some other things but i just want to remind everybody that this is the same company that in the past has said we're only talking about this year's games and then started it with damon Machida, which was a game coming out the following year or uh they did that a different time and splatoon 3 was announced for a different year so there is no they're actual liars. pattern yeah they are they're just dirty 
fucking liars, Greg Miller. Uh, <laughs> but what I wanted to do is Greg hit me up this morning. He's like, hey, I want you to come in and, and, and speculate with some stuff. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And so I made a little list with a couple different categories that I want to go through of potential things we might see. And I wanted to discuss with you guys the likelihood that we see those things. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome that, to the tenets of Tim. Tim, take it away. Thank you very much for that. I just want to say it is kind of crazy going into a general Nintendo Direct. And this is the first time in four years that there's not speculation on Smash Brothers. There's not a hype of what are they going to announce? Is Smash going to be there? What's going oh, on? Yeah. It's like because wow. that's done, right? They're finished. It's done. It. It's yeah. done. That's what they so, want you to think, though. Maybe they will. They will announce something just to fuck wow. with you. Maybe it's More Nintendo. spirits. Just spirits mm-hmm. for you. Thank you. I'd appreciate that. I mean, with Smash, I mean, this isn't the most exciting thing, but I wouldn't be too surprised if at some point we get a smash ultimate ultimate edition that is uh, oh, with like all the dlc characters yeah so yeah that'll be we cool. can expect that at some point i don't know that now's the time but hey why not Sora's out everything's done mm-hmm. but let's start with what i like to call the sure bets all right kirby and the forgotten lands we're talking 2022 specifically the first half of 2022 that's going to be their big tentpole game that's coming in march we know it's going to be there i don't know how much they're going to focus on it but i do think that it is going to be one of the the more major kind yeah. of examples. Of, of I got this, that in my fantasy draft. draft. I'm excited about that one. I high hopes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're shit in the bed so far. Fuck off. I'm doing all right, actually. <laughs> I'm doing all right, actually. Apart from apart from one of my counter picks blowing up in my face and another one of my main picks slipping into next year, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> you're, you're, other than that, you're doing other than great. That, it's all good. It's all roses for Gary <laughs> Widow over there. <laughs> Uh, next up, sure bet, I would say, is Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. That got delayed yes. out of last year into this year. I don't think there's much they need to say about it. Just a kind of reminder, hey, it's coming and it's coming very soon. Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, that's another one that we kind of have seen teased or, or shown up a couple times. But I think now it's time to start really ramping up the discussions about it. It being a, a big collab title between first party and third party with Ubisoft on that with the, them doing a Mario game and it being a sequel to an awesome game from uh, the Switch's first year. And I keep saying that I feel it in my bones, Gary that 2022 is going to be the sequel to the Nintendo Switch 2017. So a lot of the games we saw that year, I'm expecting we're going to see sequels to this year. That includes okay. things like Breath of the Wild, potentially a Mario Odyssey, potentially mm-hmm. a Mario Kart, potentially or Splatoon 3, Mario plus Rabbids. There's a lot of things that can go wrong there, but I think that's the plan from Nintendo. Okay. Wait, when, when do you think we see that? When do you see Kart? Because Nevin's Island... Okay, Nevin's Island wrote in to patreon.com slash games, just like you can to be part of the show when he saw my call for your wild predictions. And he said, for tomorrow, I think most likely we see Mario Kart 9 as the big release to close out the Direct. Uh, this will lessen the blowback if there is no Breath of the Wild 2 news. And if we get a Fire Emblem or Xenoblade sequels to start the show. Do you think we're seeing Mario Kart 9 tomorrow? Um, so I don't think we will. Okay. But I do think that we're, we have to at some point. Um, there's a section later I'm going to get to, Greg, that we'll want to d- deeper yeah, dive into. Like the kids touch the ball, you know? Into, oh, I, yeah, they, they can touch it. Um, but it, what's interesting about what I'm saying, and I want to make this very clear, and I said this on the predictions episode on Gamescast, is I'm not saying I think this is going to happen. I'm saying sure. I think Nintendo's current plan is for it to be the sequel. Everything's going to get delayed. There's going to be messes every single which way, and I think it's not going to shake out that way. But I do think that is the plan. And I think that makes sense when you look at the teams working on all those games and what they have been working on or not working on that we know of the last couple of years. Uh, moving on with more sure bets. Project can, Triangle. Can I, can I just strategy. say I'm so I'm so I love it so much that Tim's got all of his thoughts about tomorrow's direct broken down into sections, like in his little trapper keeper. He's such a nerd. I love it. 
I love you, Gary. Uh, but so Project Triangle strategy, we're gonna see more of it. That's such uh, Nintendo Direct fodder. We can totally imagine those those type of Japanese games love to get shown off in these directs, and that game looks awesome. I think we're gonna see it. Uh, Splatoon three, I think we get a release date or announcement of some test flights. We know it's 2022. I believe that game's 2022. We haven't heard too much about it. I think now is the time. Moving Splatoon? on from Sherbet. Splatoon 3. Yeah. Okay. You're going to make uh, Janet Garcia very help, happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy Cortez, I think, would like it, but he's never played it before. Never. Never will. Uh, the next section I like to call the Where There's Smokes. Okay. These are things <laughs> like that aren't, aren't officially confirmed. Tim so much thought into this. This I, is the tennis Gary, of Tim. Gary, I want to let you know, I put 15 minutes of thought into this, but it's, hey, that is Nintendo. more time than I've ever put into Games Daily before. So. But here's Tim my Tim thing. Tim it's, like, it's, it's not like you 15 minutes is all you like. You think about this shit all the time. You're in the shower right. thinking about this. You You're know right. what I mean? You're right. Yeah. So probably where smokes, these are the things where it's like, I, we've heard rumors, we've heard rumblings, but like nothing's official. But it's kind of like if they're announced, we're not going to be like, oh, man, that's crazy. Greg Miller you're saying smokes plural right is it like mm-hmm. a play on, are you doing like a play on words what's where yeah. there's smoke there's fire but there's it's plural there's of many them. smokes <laughs> okay <laughs> well in the same way that i called kevin, it for sure like, god damn it kevin like we all know what he's saying i like kevin's there though kevin's there to make sure i can't make fun oh he yeah. will button it up so i, I can't make fun that. of tim well this, I, I said the sure bets right uh-huh. even though that's because it's just when you, the way you're saying where there's smokes Makes me think it's like a, a Jeopardy. Great. Like all your things mm. are going to be related to smoking Great. cigarettes or something. Yeah, what's up? Where there's smokes, there's fires. It's 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 so easy. <laughs> think- so, all right. So, so so this section is like things that are possible based on rumors and rumors that are out there. Is that what we're yeah, saying? Yeah, and it, not okay. just rumors, but like things that are like that seem. I'd say even more likely than rumor. Like the things that are. It's only a matter of time before they're officially announced somewhere. So starting off with Batman Arkham Collection. There's been a lot of scuttle about that the last week. I think this is where we see it. That just makes sense. Uh, and then the next one, this one is, I think, a bit more exciting uh, and less likely, but we'll see it at some point. Goldeneye being added to Switch Online. There's oh, been a that's lot of a talks call, yeah. about the licensing of that stuff. Most of the conversation has been based on like an Xbox more remastery type thing. Bander but- SN writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hey, KFGD Crow Games. Uh, my prediction for tomorrow's <laughs> Nintendo Direct is the announcement of GoldenEye coming to the Nintendo Switch this month. Uh, later after the show, Xbox will also tweet that it's coming to Game Pass as well. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Xbox achievements had leaked for I- uh, GoldenEye. I, I got to ask because I know that there's that Goldeneye is a game that is held in tremendous regard and effect and nostalgic affection by people that you know remember the N64 version. The N64 emulation is there now in Nintendo Switch Online. I get it, but do you think this is something that people would really like be into? Because a, I don't think the game's aged terribly well, and b, Nintendo's kind of made a a bit of a mess of these these N64 ports so far. So what what can we really expect? Well, I think you're right that at the end of the day, this isn't going to like change the world. GoldenEye is what it is, which is a classic, but it does not hold up in terms of gameplay in modern times. Having said that, I do think that the Switch Online and a, a Xbox remaster, why not? Are mm-hmm. It's going to be like a fun hour or two of people just popping in being nostalgic about it. Um, yeah. Nintendo has improved a lot of the N64 emulation uh, in the last two weeks. Oh, so they I have? Think- That's good. Yeah, so I think that there's a there, there's they're setting up a better foundation for this potentially meaning as much as a port of an N64 game possibly can. And just online but, play alone would be would be cool, right? That's something that you couldn't do back in the day, so it'd be fun. Yeah, right, totally. Um, so that's all I got for the where there's smokes 
Greg. Okay. Great. Next up, we got a little indie speculation for you. All Ooh, right. I love it. Sports story. Oh, where, where the fuck is this game? Yeah, we're going to have to see it at some point. And this whole uh, category here, I'm a little mixed on because Nintendo does like to do its indie showcases separate from its mm-hmm, directs. Mm-hmm, sure, sure. But it does do indie announcements in directs every once in a while. So again, no real pattern to follow there. Uh, sports story, we got to hear about it at some point. Will it be tomorrow? Definitely could be. I'm 50-50 on it. This is, this is the follow-up to Golf Story? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song doubtful very doubtful i feel like andy cortez is correct in his prediction that the next time we hear about this game it's going to be ready shadow drop it's out today um i feel tomorrow why can't that be tomorrow it could be but i kind of feel like we'd be hearing more rumblings about Mm. it being close to ready before (laughs) that happens um and again i do think it's inevitable that this does happen but tomorrow just doesn't feel right to me okay Next up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Announced last year. Looks dope as hell. We don't have a release date. I desperately want a release date. IGN is doing a thing called Fan Fest right? Mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, and they've confirmed that Ninja Turtles is part of that. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Nintendo announces its release date tomorrow, and then they get a, a, a gameplay reveal or something at that IGN fan fest because I don't see them announcing a release date there and we know it's confirmed to be there but that's just me maybe like thinking a little too hard about playing chess with how these announcements are made sure you seem like you're not into it Greg what what, what no I'm into it I, I'm with you it's you're you're I'm thinking checkers you're thinking chess actually mm. I'm sorry I'm thinking checkers you're thinking the better game Monopoly mm-hmm. um uh okay that's all I got for indie speculation there. All right. Can I yeah, ask so- him a couple of questions? Oh, no, sorry. You're moving on to the next intro. No, right? He's got more sections. He's got more. No, I, I asked him, like, I'm very much a visual person. I'm like, can you send me the doc you're working off of? And there are so many categories, Tim. Has he got, like, oh, charts and graphs and shit? Tim. There's so many tenets of Tim. I love it. You got to love it. Well, what's your question, Gary Witta? Sorry? I, no, you I have a question. question, but I want—I I didn't realize that you had, you had more. Finish, finish all that, and then I'll, I'll have a question for you at the end. Okay, okay. Next up, we have the DL on DLC. All right, Nintendo uh-huh. Uh-huh. doesn't always do DLC, but they do more often now than they ever have before, and it's random as shit. It can happen anytime, or it could not happen. How did we not get proper Mario Odyssey DLC? I don't know. How do we not get Mario Kart 8? Deluxe remember how DLC. cool it sounded? We all I thought we were know. getting really cool Mario Odyssey. DL on DLC. He's still out the headlines and everything. That's yeah, like no, a, he's here. He knows what's up. Like a TED talk. Oh, oh, Gary, I got a fucking great one coming up soon. <laughs> but hold on. So, so here's the thing. Mario Party Superstars. It's right for it, man. We need more boards. I think that would be awesome. Nintendo did eventually do DLC for Super Mario Party, but they got Mario Party Superstars right. It's going back to the classic boards. Just give us more classic boards. Mm-hmm. I think that this is, I would say, likely... But who the hell knows in Nintendo? Next up, Pokemon Legends Arceus DLC. I think it's too soon. I also really? think that that means they might want to strike, though. The I would think, yeah, is this is, you could just tease it, right? The mm-hmm. game's a huge success. If you've been on the fence or you're already beaten it because you're a Pokemaniac, here's mm-hmm. some cool stuff that's still coming down the pipe. Yeah, the thing is, they usually would do that in a Pokemon Direct, not Pokemon a Nintendo thing. Direct. So that's there's just a but couple it... factors that are confusing me. But I do think you got to strike where the iron's hot, and they know what they have right now. And it is easy enough to just announce, hey, we're going to be talking about this thing later. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't it be like how they kind of did the Animal Crossing Direct tease? 
right? Mm-hmm. When they were like, hey, we're bringing back uh, the coffee shop. Uh, yep. Brewster's coming back. So they just did a quick tease and said, hey, there'll be his own thing. Yeah. So Ar- Arceus is a, bo- is a bona fide hit. Yeah, I know that I oh, know yeah. that critically it's done better than expected, but I, it's been selling that shit off a shovel as well, I'm, I'm presuming. So many. I, I've never heard that yeah. saying before. I mean, it's yeah. a Pokemon game. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, like it's, but even it's, by those it's beating standards? Pokemon records. Like, it's, and think about it this it's beating Pokemon records, as we've called out before, and it's one game. It's not the usual. There's Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, two copies out there to buy. It's just one game, and yes, it's killing. Sorry, Tim. No, it's all good. Next Back up. Tenets of Tim. Next up, this is the least likely, but most exciting to me Metroid Dread. I don't know if it's possible. Metroid Dread sold very well for metroid games didn't sell as well as like crazy switch games that they might want to double down uh to get that dlc money from right mm. but there is that hardcore fervent fan base there and i think it'd be quote unquote easy enough for them to do a standalone kind of just mission with samus uh that takes place after dread or anywhere within dread whatever i think it'd be awesome but maybe i'm just getting a little crazy here but i was just trying to think what could they even do dlc for and Mm -hmm. that one potentially uh next up i want to talk about the biggest ones the unicorns we got zelda breath of the wild 2 metroid prime 4 and bayonetta 3 i feel it is very unlikely we see metroid prime 4 at all i think that it is 50 50 on whether they talk about breath of the wild 2 if they do i don't know what exactly they would say i think that the the most pertinent information at this point is the release date and the title and something in me tells me it's too early to reveal the title i don't think that they're i don't think nintendo i think they want it to come out this year i don't think that they know it's going to come out this year so i think they might want to hold off on that type of stuff until a later maybe more e3 time frame direct but i wouldn't be surprised if they just dropped something just to keep people being like oh yeah that that big game is coming you know yeah you guys have thoughts on that? I, I, I think I think you'll see it, but I don't think the needle's going to advance significantly towards us knowing much more about the game. I think they'll show it because I think it'll be it'll be conspicuous by their absence if they don't. But I don't think you're going to get like a locked-in release date or a title or anything significant. We'll, I think we'll Wait, see we're more. We're talking about Prime right now or, or Breath of the Wild. Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild too. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, they have to say something, right? And I I do not think it'll be a release date, but I think. They have to, uh, right because that will be all the headlines of where is Breath of the Wild today. Even is where the Breath of the Wild. I think they kind of tried to get around with it, right? Where uh, they're talking about ma- you know mainly launching on the first half of the year. You could get around it that way of like, oh, it's gonna be a fall game or something like that. But even still, I think you have to, you, right, Tim? Don't you have to say or do something, even if it's just in the press release after the fact of like? Here's the thing: No, they don't. They don't have to because they've already said what they need to, which is it's a 2022 game. Like, the, like uh, the all the information that has to be out there is already out there, and they have enough things to talk about here. That because especially with them focusing on first half of 2022, Breath of the Wild Two is not going to be that. So they have so many other things they could tease or announce. I think it's more likely they announce a new game that's headline worthy than Breath of the Wild Two getting a, a deeper look and or title release window or anything like that. But again, I do think it's fifty fifty. It definitely can happen because um, Nintendo has no rules, no rules at all. I think my I, I would think gamers want it in common sense. I would think would say you say say something in there about it, but I would probably say you're not going to get anything. And I think that's why they went out of their way to talk about the first half of the year. The next section, and this is the the name I'm most proud of. Wait, hold on. Before you even do that, though, do, Bayonetta three. What do you think? Do you think we're getting oh, a sorry. release date? Oh, man, I I I think we see Bayonetta three. But do you I, get a release date? 
think so. Right, like, that I, I feels need, like a May game to me. I need everyone in the world to, and I don't ask for this often. I need everyone in the world to direct good vibes. It, you know, if, if you're the praying type, your prayers tonight, you know, I, don't get me wrong. Grandma, yeah, grandpa, touch, touch your screen fine. right now. Put your hand on the screen. Okay. Connect and with us. I, I, need, uh, I need a bring band together the kind of, Bring together the kind of funny nation. It's kind of funny to really stay we your hands here today. And, and put those vibes Tim, out there. In the tenants of Tim here. I wonder how many people are actually doing this right now. Uh, because we need to get a Bayonetta 3 release go. date tomorrow. And you might say, Greg, I've never heard you talk about Bayonetta. I didn't know you loved Bayonetta. I don't give a flying fuck about Bayonetta. But Kevin, I sent you a tweet from Emmett Watkins Jr. <laughs> Emmett Watkins Jr., of course, is a kind of funny best friend. He's helped us out on streams before and a million other things. Today, Emmett Watkins Jr. tweeted, if Bayonetta 3 gets a date here, then I'm going to buy her costume and stream the game while wearing it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to see that. And I think the kind of funny nation wants to see that. So everybody for Emmett Watkins in a Bayonetta outfit, I need you to pray to whatever God, devil, person you worship. All right. Who would you sure most want to see from kind of funny doing doing a Bayonetta stream in Bayonetta cosplay? Oh, that's an easy answer. <laughs> Is it Tim? Nick. I don't know. Yeah, Nick would be great. Nick, Nick, would, Nick would really great. get into right. it. Nick's got a lot of things he's just afraid to do, but then he like <laughs> when he has the option to wear a cat suit for no reason, that's when he really gets into it. It's like, has the option. Just wear it, Nick. We don't mind. You do whatever you want. Let, you know, be yourself, but he doesn't believe us. Sorry, Tim, what's your next no. section? All good. The next section. Port Enchil. <laughs> oh my god uh, was like, Tim you were up all night weren't you <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the deal with this one there's a couple games left on the Wii U to be ported uh, Xenoblade X is one of them I think that that is semi likely to come at some point and I wouldn't be surprised if it was here um, I'm going to spoil one of my sections coming up later but Monolith Soft what are they going to be working on what are they, they doing it's either going to be Xenoblade Chronicles 3 but we just got two last year so that might be a quick turnaround that's why I think an export might might make a little sense for this year um, and just kind of finalize that Wii U uh, the porting that they need to do uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy slash one remake this is semi where there's smoke there's fire situation we've heard about it for so long I do think it's inevitable we get some form of Metroid Prime the original games on the Switch I don't think we'll see that tomorrow. I think that it, it's ironically too early <laughs> to get that. And I feel like with Metroid Prime, we always hit a cycle every year where it's like, well, they want to do the trilogy leading into four. And it's like, well, I just don't feel like four is anytime soon. So um, I, I don't think we're going to see that tomorrow. Uh, Zelda, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess. These are another ones that are inevitable. We're going to get them on the Switch at some point. Will it be a bundle? Will they be separate games? I don't know. But I think that there's a 50-50 shot. We see it tomorrow. This is totally a, a coin toss. Uh, and then the last one that I want to bring up for that is Mario Galaxy 2. And with that, do they mm. just release all of the Mario 3D All-Stars games individually on the eShop or whatever? Galaxy 2, the one game that hasn't been ported yet. Don't That's think the one I want. Is, yeah, me too. And I don't Kabob's think this is where to patreon.com slash kind of funny games says i think they'll announce that you can buy the individual mario 3d all-star titles on the nintendo store as well as galaxy 2 releasing on the one-year anniversary of them being removed i'll then proceed to buy <laughs> to only buy galaxy 1 and 2 gotta have galaxy 2 come on yeah i i would love that i don't know how much i actually believe it but just wanted to put it out there for you to think on next up section i like to call other musings 
random things that didn't have a category to fit in. Uh, there's been a lot of GBA love recently. Believe it or not, there's more categories. <laughs> there's only one more after this. Only one more. So but this one, other musings here. We got a lot of GBA love in the last year. Would have never seen uh, Advance Wars coming back, right? I would have never seen WarioWare coming back. But we got a lot of that energy last year. I think there's a lot of nostalgia, a lot of goodwill towards the, the GBA era. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get, whether it's ports, remakes, remasters, sequels, whatever, to things like Golden Sun or Wario Land or Mega Man Battle Network, like that type of stuff. So just expect, keep your eye out for some GBA nostalgia, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, next up, Persona. At some point, they're going to do some Persona thing, whether it's three, whether it's four, whether it's five, whether it's a collection. I don't freaking know, but I just feel like we're going to have to keep saying it until it eventually happens so we can say I told you so. Right, Greg? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Could be here. Could be not. Is that the open world one? Yeah. So seeing that at the at Game Awards, which was not too long ago, but I feel like uh, if, if they're going to stick to that 2022 date that they put out there, Sonic, Nintendo, ironically, have had a lot of connection uh, the last couple of years. So I can see Nintendo kind of owning marketing on all of that. And I think if they're going to start, why not start now? Got to go fast. Uh, go Mario, fast. the Mario movie trailer. Will we get a trailer for it? Probably not. Yeah, December no, is far be. away away. But a will it be a reveal though? But will it be a reveal of Chris Pat- Pratt's voice? That's the thing is, I think we see something from the Mario movie. Uh, we last time, I think it was the September direct that we got the the casting news uh, right, of right. all of that. So I, I think they're going to start doing something. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a teaser of some sort. And if we did see a teaser, Greg, yes, we will hear Chris Pratt as Mario. Wah-hoo. Yeah, maybe a little teaser in lieu of a full trailer later. Mm-hmm. And then the last section. It's just, what have they been working on? All right, we're looking at a lot of Nintendo teams. This goes back to when I started this conversation of this could be a sequel to 2017. A lot of the teams that made games that year haven't really been doing much or they've been ports or they've been smaller titles, whatever it is. We don't know. And there's a lot of questions, a lot of speculation. Next level games, Gary. This one's for you. This mm-hmm. one's going to get you real, real excited. Go on. What What have they been working on? You know, they, they, they've worked on a lot of the sports titles. What's happening at the end of this year, Gary? Who the fuck knows? Like, the what's World their big Cup. holiday title? I the mean, presumably, Breath of the, presumably Breath of the Wild, right? But yeah, the World Cup. The World Cup is happening. Gary. Oh shit! Yeah, that's next year. No, wait, that's this year. It's this year. That's this, this year. year. I keep forgetting about it because the whole story around the World Cup is just awful this year. Um, but no, yeah, okay. So wait, are you are you leading me? Don't do this to me, Tim. Because I know where it. you're going. I'm doing Don't it. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Mario Strikers, baby! Let's what go! What about if it was Mario Strikers World Cup Edition? That's what I'm saying. Because we That's know, because we know that FIFA are looking for, you know, they're 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 you know newly single, mm-hmm. looking for a rebound. Mm-hmm. Could I they wake know. up in Mario? But could they could they wake up in bed? Uh, you know, in between Mario and Luigi after a hot threesome, playing with their balls, yeah, soccer balls. That is, yeah, uh huh. I mean, it could be. We're going to see something from you next level. you thinking now, Tim. And, and I, I think that Strikers is, is going to come back at some point, and I think now would make more sense than ever. Uh, next up, we got Nintendo EPD. That's the Mario Kart team, right? What have they been up to? In 2017, we got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and we got ARMS. They haven't really been doing too much since then. Mario Kart World Tour has been worked on. They've been helping with that. We're going to get Mario Kart eventually. There's been all those rumors of Mario Kart X, Mario Kart crossover, whatever you want to call it. I hope that they're true. 
I do believe we're going to get a Mario, a sequel Mario Kart on the Switch. It's a matter of time. And I think that would be the, the announcement I'm most excited about potentially coming tomorrow. Next up, Nintendo EAD Tokyo. That's the Mario Odyssey team. What have they been doing since Odyssey? That's like the big question, right? Like, are we going to get an Odyssey 2? There's been rumors of them working on a 2D Donkey Kong game. Maybe it's a 3D Donkey Kong game. What's going on with 2D Mario? Like, it's been a while since we've had a 2D or 3D Mario. Because last year we got uh, Mario All-Stars 3D World. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. Mario 3D World. And we got Bowser's Fury. Yeah, Bowser's Fury was like the last new thing that they did, right? Yeah, and so I, that really felt like a test bed for something that they're they're trying to get going. So I don't know. We're going to see something from them, and and we I feel like they need to announce their project this year. Is now tomorrow mm. too early? Maybe, but I do think we're going to hear that team's game this do year. Do you think they would do another pure two D Mario like the old Super Mario Brothers U type games that you remember they used to have on the Wii U, the four player ones? Those were fun. Did they ever go straight back to two D? That's the thing, man. There hasn't been a new 2D Mario game since 2013, right? When right. The Switch, when the Wii U launched. Wii like, U, that's, yeah. That's absolutely insane. So I, I, they have to at some point. And God, if they do a new 2D Mario game, please have a new graphic style. I guess please Mario Maker technically new. counts, right? Well, but I mean, Nintendo didn't really design it. Uh, level design a game there you know what i mean like they made a a little, i mean there was level. a little single player campaign but I, I know what you mean there's not been like a full fat yeah mario 2d game for a long mm -hmm. time yeah mm -hmm. uh next up intelligent systems i expect we'll see fire emblem tomorrow and that excites me the question is is it a remake of an old game or is it a brand new game three houses did super well awakening did super well bringing it to like ex extreme prominence as a one of nintendo's core ips greg miller you had a question Stephen James Oslin writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. says, good morning. We all know. We all know a Nintendo direct can only mean one thing. Fire emblem. No more smash characters to introduce means it's time for a remake and a new title remake of awakening coming in fall of 2022. So that triangle strategy has time to breathe a new title to launch in early spring of 2023. Yeah. I mean, we need a new Fire Emblem. Um, I'd be most excited if it was a Path of Radiance remake. It's Fire Emblem 9. But um, I, I think that it might be a remake of 4, which is going to excite a lot of people. But I do think we'll see Fire Emblem tomorrow. Uh, Monolith Soft, I was saying earlier, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I think it's a little too early. But I do think we're going to hear something from them, whether it's X or a tease for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, Grezzo. They did Link's Awakening. It was awesome. There's the team that did a lot of the, the ports back in the day for their Luigi's Mansion coming to DS. They did Ocarina of Time. They did Majora's Mask coming to 3DS. Uh, I think that they have proven that they can kind of do even more than that with what they did with Link's Awakening. Not just remaster and port, but like kind of remake in a different way. I'd love to see some Oracle's games. I don't know if that's going to happen. That team has released multiple games a year for the last couple of years. Last year, in 2021, they just ported Metopia. And then before that, nothing in 2020. And then 2019, it was just Link's Awakening. But before that, they had multiple game releases a year. So they, they've been working on something. What the pandemic did to that, I don't know. But I'm very excited. We're going to get something from them. Maybe not tomorrow, but we're going to. And the final thing is Arika. They're the team that made the 35 and 99 games. Tetris 99, Pac-Man 99, Mario 35. What's next? My money is either a Kirby thing or a Dr. Mario thing. Ooh, Dr. Mario is a good shout. Because they they worked on uh, one of the Dr. Mario games recently. I think it might have been the mobile one. But uh, they have some lineage there. So wouldn't be too surprised. But anyway, that's all I got for you. Uh, I know I didn't take too long with that. <laughs> that's all that I got. 10, 40 minutes of mm -hmm. I can't believe you phoned it in like that. It. Yeah, yeah, you crushed it, Tim. You crushed Thank it. So you. I don't like. 
What are you most excited for then tomorrow? You've gone through all your different things. Are you sure bets? You're where the smokes? <laughs> where, what do you? What's the thing that is going to be your? What do you want the most out of tomorrow? Mario Kart Nine. Ooh, okay. Would be okay. the thing that I want the most, and I don't expect it. Like I, I don't. It, it's funny because like people might hear what I just did and said and be like, "Oh, Tim's setting himself up for disappointment." I, no, I'm just putting all the pieces on the table of what's possible. Nintendo tomorrow is either going to wildly disappoint me or get me extremely excited in a way they haven't in a couple years, and I feel like they're due for one of those more than the former. But hey, I can't ever count on Nintendo for shit these days, so we'll see. All right. Well, Tim, thank you for your exhaustive. Tim, let's have a round of applause for Tim because that thank was amazing. You. How much thank effort you. he Head put to into Tim, that. Everybody, Incredible. Tim Gettys, follow him on Twitter at Tim Gettys. So, of course, we'll be live reacting to this tomorrow on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games. You can come watch us watch the Nintendo Direct live stream uh, again. That is tomorrow, Wednesday, the 9th, 2 p.m. Pacific, uh, for roughly 40 minutes of information about that. As long as this conversation took, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll watch it. If you need to catch it later, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Plays, of course, for everything that we put up on twitch and put over there of course if you really wanted to support us though why not go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in to be part of the show just like nevin's island did vander sn did kebabs did steve james oslin did and of course you can get the show ad free but guess what jack you're not listening on patreon.com slash kind of funny games so here's a word from our sponsor this episode is brought to you by expressvpn look i get it you don't watch porn so maybe you're just paying attention to this ad for you know a friend. But with everything going on in the world, governments have increased surveillance. They're using your devices to track your location movements and in a lot of places, your internet activity. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously. Newsflash incognito mode is a sham. Your ISP can still see every single site you visit. But with one click of a button, ExpressVPN keeps others from seeing all the freaky stuff you've been looking at. Yeah talking about you nick scarpino we've been using expressvpn for a long time it's been keeping me safe keeping me secure i just feel better being out on the internet knowing that expressvpn has my back protect your privacy today and get three months of expressvpn for free visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn more shout out to chime for sponsoring this episode new year new you maybe a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you like those dang overdraft fees when your checking account balance is running low the last thing you need is an overdraft fee but with chime an award-winning app and debit card you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees eligible members can overdraft up to two hundred dollars on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using chime sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's c-h-i-m-e.com slash kf games banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals limits start at twenty dollars and may be increased up to 200 by chime see chime.com slash spot me and go to chime.com slash kf games to get started Woo! catch your breath gary did you want to add anything to the old nintendo conversation? i mean i mean tim was tim's analysis was so comprehensive it's like what's left but i did have a couple of thoughts that you know that kind of intersected with some of the stuff that, that tim said and i also had like some Nothing is as exhaustive as Tim, but I was thinking about it in three in three three different sections. One is 
Like, what's the, what's the thing that's totally reasonable to expect that you probably won't get? Um, and then the next section would be, what's the thing that would make me really happy and isn't totally reasonable, unreasonable to expect? And then, like, what's the moonshot? What's the thing that if they dropped it out of the, out of the blue, Nintendo fans would be, like, running into the streets and tearing their clothes off and just, like, hugging each other with, with you know. Like the Smash reveal that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the thing that's totally reasonable to expect but we probably won't get would be some Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. And this is really just an excuse for me to rant about the fact that it's astonishing to me that the Nintendo has not supported that game with DLC to, 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 to any kind of extent. Mario Golf which came out last year and is not, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Mario Golf. It's one of my favorite games of the last year. I played a ton of it. But it's not in any way near the level of Mario Kart in terms of sales or, you know, exposure. Like Mario Kart was a, was a Switch launch title and it was still one of Nintendo's top selling games last Christmas. For and sure. they've never, the, 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 and the, but the DLC support for a game, which is so easy to support through extra tracks and modes and stuff. What do they add? 200 CC. And what a mirror mode, and that's all they've ever but to be, done. I mean, to it's be shocking. fair, right? Like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is all the DLC that came from Mario Kart Eight when it was on Wii U. Yeah, so but it's that, its own thing, and it's been out for six I'd, years, and they could easily support it with DLC for but a I'd game. But I much that rather, so I personally would popular. much rather them make Mario Kart Nine. Okay, so that takes into my next. That, that's actually my next section, which is, I the the thing that I think would be reasonable to expect based on the rumors that we've seen would be a little glimpse of mario kart 9 it's time i wouldn't expect like a full you know walk through it but i think they might say and coming soon like maybe five seconds maybe a logo maybe a title reveal or something maybe a hint of what that you know the new gimmick is because there's supposed to be some kind of new gimmick to it um but i think we would all like to know for sure here from nintendo that mario kart 9 is coming and i don't for sure that would be amazing but it wouldn't be out of the blue because we've heard things about it for sure. And then my third thought on the thing that would get Nintendo fans just absolutely kind of just like rending their garments and like running into, you know, traffic. Um, and this wouldn't necessarily excite me because it's not, they're not my kind of games, but like a, like a, a new mainline 3D Donkey Kong Country platformer would be, I think, incredible. Because that's another one where those are, those are some of, those are some of Nintendo fans' favorite, like, you know, tropi- you know Tropical Freeze and... Sure. Uh, you know, you know, the, the people fucking love those Donkey Kong games. Donkey Kong Country games, such a huge part of Nintendo history, and but they have not been a, any any kind of part of recent Nintendo history. And I would, I think people would really love to see a new full fat Donkey Kong 3D platformer. I, I wonder if the huge. bar's so low though, because you say you say what would make people run to the streets. I really think if they were to commit tomorrow, and be like, here's Breath of the Wild 2's release date. I think that would set the world on fire for Nintendo fans because it would, right but it, now, but it, it would, but it's just, but it's just more information about something we know is coming. For me, yeah, the most but I think so many people the, right now don't believe it's coming. No, it's the it's out of the, it's the out of the blue stuff where you know the trailer starts sure, and the clouds sure. part, what and you're this? like, ooh, what is, what is this? What is this? What is this? Yeah. And then there's that one of my favorite moments in games, Greg. You know this because you you guys have created so many great viral moments out of it in the past. That moment when the penny drops and you realize what this is going to be, and Tim starts frothing at the <laughs> mouth and. You know, just oh my god, those those are the best moments. I want one of those moments. I would like one of those moments too tomorrow. But will we get it? Forty minutes is a lot. It remains to be seen. Two p.m. tomorrow. Twenty Wednesday. minutes of Fire Emblem DLC. Oh god, I know. Some Splatoon shit. three. Garbage arms. Yeah. Two. 
Yeah, <laughs> arms too. Number two on the Roper Report, a quick one that's also happening tomorrow and totally got overshadowed by this Nintendo Direct announcement. Uh, Telltale's returning tomorrow with your first look at The Wolf Among Us 2. Uh, they put up this. Greetings from Fabletown. You're invited to join us for a behind-the-scenes look at The Wolf Among Us 2 and more, hosted by Jeff Keighley. That's going to be Wednesday the 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Hashtag The Wolf is back. You so had me you up are, until Jeff Keighley. Yeah, I know. Are you still beefing with him? That's still oh, thing? yeah, big time. Oh, um, this will be interesting, though, right? Not just because Wolf Among Us was a really a really well-liked game and we're, you know, we're excited for a sequel, but because this is kind of our first look at the new Telltale. Yeah, yeah the new yeah. reconstituted Telltale. Interesting yeah, to see what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that'll be a, a very interesting look tomorrow to see how that is, how far. I th- the way they say behind the scenes, I wonder how far that game actually is. Is this one of those like typical video game develop? Not that that's bad. Video game developer thing of a lot of like, you know, T-posing, moving the characters around. We're getting, you know, the slow pans of the office. Jeff sitting on talking to developers about what new Telltale is, where they're at with the game. What yeah. Are they to accomplish? One of the one of the things I think did for the old Telltale in the end was just the, their technology and their engine. They, you know, they had sure. great creative people, but but their their tech was really kind of starting to show its age and it was like kind of a bit creaky and you know those games always looked a little creatively they looked great but they always were a little bit janky from a from a technical oh, perspective they were very janky yes, yes if this is an entirely new team with with a new te- technical found technological foundation i think this i'm, I'm potentially like, i want to give this new telltale the benefit of the doubt i want to believe that they can bring back everything that's great about the old telltale you know the great storytelling um, you know, working with really interesting, you know, licenses, whether it be uh, Game of Thrones or Batman or Wolf Among Us, Walking Dead, you name it. Yeah. Um, but with, but you know, but with a fresh approach and new and, and, and a new technological framework, all of the old ghosts, you know, exercised and a fresh start. I think it's potentially really exciting if 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 they're getting it right. I hope they are. We will see tomorrow if they are for glimpses of if they're getting it right. Again, that is at 10 a.m. tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 9th. Obviously, Games Daily will be live during it. If anything, break, break, hap- break, 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 breaking news really comes from it. I'm sure Blessing will be able to give you the update, but we will wait and see. Number three, I got a couple of quick hits here for you on Apex Legends. We'll start over the Washington Post where Ethan Davidson uh, did an interview. I'm sorry, da- I can't. Davidson? Maybe no D in there. Davidson, unless I typed it wrong. Uh, I did an interview with Respawn Entertainment's game director, Stephen Ferreira. Uh, there was a question about a sequel or you know what happens next. Uh, Stephen said, we don't think of an end game. That's one of the coolest things about working on Apex is the fact that it's a lot that it is live service. We don't see any reason to reboot the franchise or put out a sequel. We want to continue to have Apex grow perpetually. We think that there's a lot of runway in terms of the creative space within the universe that we've developed. There's way more still out there that uh, we want to try uh, than we can actually plot out and think out on a, think of on a calendar. So right now, there's no plans to sequel it, uh, and there's no plans to sunset it either. We've just got more and more good ideas, hopefully good ideas, that we're excited by. If that wasn't enough, and you're like, well, you know, Apex has been out a while. Uh, Eddie Mako over at GameSpot has this. Apex on PS5 has been rated by the ESRB. A rating for Apex Legends on PS5 has been published on the ESRB's website, suggesting a new version of the game might be officially announced soon. The ESRB's rating doesn't include any details on a release date or new information, but the fact that it's been rated for PS5 suggests that EA and Respawn are gearing up for an announcement. Presumably an Xbox Series X slash S edition is also in the works, but a rating isn't available on the database. Back in January, the PlayStation game size social media account claimed to have discovered a PS5 edition of Apex Legends that would be about 80 gigabytes in size. Currently, Apex 
Legends does not have a bespoke edition for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S. So people who have those consoles are technically playing on the PS4 slash Xbox One versions. Response Stephen Ferreira, again from up top, said in a Reddit AM that the studio is targeting 120 frames per second for Apex Legends on PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. Quote, can't promise anything, but with the core mechanics... But with the core mechanics feel of Apex being such an important piece of player experience, this one is a high on the priority list, uh, Stephen wrote. Mm-hmm. Gary, did you ever get into Apex? Was that ever your bag? No, I, I, I kind of feel dumb about it because like, I, like, I love BRs. You know, I, I play, I've played a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love Respawn and I like the aesthetic. I like the look of it. I don't know why, for some reason, it never came together for me, to me in a way where I wanted to... I think because when it first came out, I was already like playing. I, I was still like really into PUBG and... Sure. Uh, playing a bunch of stuff that I was, I'm kind of into this already. And now it feels like it's been out for so long and the player base is so established and the lore and they want to like season five. I almost feel like, I don't know if other people feel this way, but I feel almost a little bit intimidated coming into a game as a noob that late, right? Because everyone I'm going to meet is probably people that, I mean, I know that they'll try to match make me with similar players, but I don't know. I just kind of feel a little bit like out of my depth because it is so established. Totally. Yeah, it never was. Uh, I, you know, I love Titanfall, uh, but yeah, I never got into Apex either. But I'm glad it's doing well. And there's a fan base. Like, yeah, it's doing great, apparently. It's got a very loyal, very loyal fan base for sure. Uh, number four on the Roper Report, the gaming award, the gaming uh, with G-A-Y, uh, gaming awards 2020 nominations have been announced. This is from GamingMag.com. Again, G-A-Y-M-I-N-G Mag.com. Uh, the first and only global award ceremony celebrating LGBTQ plus video game and queer geek culture is back on April 25th live in person and on Twitch. The gaming awards presented by Twitch returns for its second year in April 2022 with a mission to celebrate diversity and inclusivity globally within games and interactions. Active media it's set to be even grander than the inaugural event i don't have it here but friend of the show julia hardy is uh hosting it so make sure you watch it on the 25th but oh, i like julia hardy she's cool yeah she's and she's british like you you know yeah yeah but works for, she does the, the the bbc coverage for video games right a bunch of that stuff uh quick rundown of the things uh, that are getting the nods over there game of the year sponsored by playstation uh nominees are boyfriend dungeon life is strange true colors psychonauts 2 and unpacking uh best lgbtq indie game sponsored by xbox is a year of springs boyfriend dungeon lake sword of the necromancer unpacking when the night comes Authentic Representation Award nominees are sponsored by Marvelous Europe, Boyfriend Dungeon, Life is Strange, True Colors, Unpacking, Unsighted, and then Best LGBTQ Character, sponsored by Rocksteady Studios, Alex Chen from Life is Strange, True Colors, uh, Helmet Full Bear and Bob Zanotto from Psychonauts 2, Stephen Gingrich in Life is Strange, True Colors, and Meredith Weiss in Lake. You know what I think is, you know what I think is really great about that list? Greg. A lot and of life is strange, and everybody should vote down the line if you're a judge and, for life. And is Lake, which I, which you Lake know, is, is one of my favorite games of yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, is, and obviously there's still a lot of work to do, but I think that list really illustrates like just how far we have come already in terms of better diversity, inclusion, and like LGBT, you know, accessibility stuff like that. Like when you were li- when you were listing, it's not like oh, here are like the best LGBTQ games of the year, but like they're these fringe titles and like if you were to sure. do the actual all the best games of the year they probably like would be on the outside of that the games that you just listed could just be a straight up like game of the year list right life yeah. is strange psychonauts uh like you know unpacking those are just some of the best games of the year but they also happen to be lgbtq games and i think that's 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 to be applauded it, it, it's it's a good sign i think I agree with you, Gary. Uh, check out the full list over there of nominees for the Gaming Awards 2022, gamingmag.com, and then check it out April 25th live on Twitch. Tell Julie Hardy we sent you. 
Uh, number five on the Roper Report, uh, Rockstar uh, still cares about single-player games, <laughs> at least according to Strauss Zelnick. This is Eddie Mako again over at GameSpot. Grand Theft Auto fans have criticized Rockstar Games for not releasing much in the way of additional single-player content for GTA V, instead focusing on growing GTA Online. While it may be true that Rockstar has focused more on GTA Online, which has received more than 40 updates since launch, the studio remains committed to making single-player experiences. This is according to Strauss Zelnick, the head of Rockstar parent company Take-Two. During Take-Two's latest earnings briefing, Zelnick said his company has never believed that single-player games slash experience would go away. In Zelnick's view, he sees enough space for both single-player and multiplayer experiences from Rockstar in the future. I want to parse through some of the stuff here. Uh, he's and he's telling obviously that they're both really Rockstar is great at both, right? With obviously single player GTA Five and then GTA Online. But well, I, mean, I think further. there's a lot of GTA Online and Red Dead Online players that would disagree with, with the with the contention that they're great at both. At multiplayer games? Yeah, at online games. I mean, right. there's, I mean, there's, it's Red a new Dead, story uh, every week. About I didn't bring in Red Dead into the conversation. I know that's yeah. got a whole thing of a problem. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of GTA Online players that are making that game chart every, you know, every so often selling MPD and putting millions and millions and millions of dollars into it. So they can shut up if they're going to be like, this game sucks, but I've played 4,000 hours of it. Zelnick pointed to GTA Online's new expansion, <laughs> the contract, as evidence of this, the fact that they're great at both. Quote, consumers are really excited about Rockstar's storytelling ability, and at the same time, we had a great quarter with Grand Theft Auto Online. So there's a lot of excitement there. So the answer is sort of all of the above. GTA Online's the contract expansion added all new story content with players stepping into the shoes of Franklin from the main campaign. Some are wondering if similar character-focused expansions might be coming for GTA 5's other main characters, Trevor and Michael, but as of yet, no announcements have been made. GTA 5 has sold 160 million copies, and the game is poised to grow even bigger when it's released on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X-S in March. Looking beyond that, Rockstar just recently confirmed it is now well into the development of the next GTA game. Oh, so good. Gary... You did a role play server for GTA Online for a while. Yeah, I, I was on NoPixel for a while, playing in playing in the uh, the modded version of it. Yeah, really fun. I assume I can't remember. If we, I'm sure we have at some point in our friendship in years. But like, you love GTA. I would assume you like GTA Five. Do you enjoy? I that? love it. I love it. And as I was saying, I think on the X Cast just last week, if I could wave a magic wand and have a have like a finished version of any you know game in development in front of me right now to start playing, wow. it would be GTA Six. Wow. You know they're making a Wonder Woman game. GTA 6. Okay. Uh, my question for you, Gary, is would you be satisfied with, you know, oh, they're great at single-player stuff. If, if more of single-player content was coming like the contract, if it was, hey, we're putting story missions into GTA Online that are telling a narrative. Well, you know me. I love I, I love the story. I think, that, I think the thing that they just did recently with um, Dr. Dre and, yeah. you know, continuing that, continuing that storyline and seeing some of the, you know, the, the characters from the original... Um, you know, GTA Five story kind of come back. I thought that was terrific. I really liked that, and I, I, I would, and I would like to see the, you know, the continuation of, you know, the the single player story through, you know, the on the the online um, uh, campaigns be be more of a thing. Yeah, I thought that was great. That that's honestly when they started GTA Online, I expected more of that, especially after stuff like you know it, to be old for a second, like GTA uh, Four with Lost in the Damned or the Ballad of Gay Tony. Like I would have expected oh, yeah. along the way that you know I'm not surprised. Obviously, clearly they're going to keep making GTA games, but between 
GTA five and GTA six, I would have expected more of this. Cause that's the kind of shit that would pull me in. I, you know, we, I've talked about it on the shows already. I was on PSL of you yesterday talking and it's available now with uh bless about, you know, he loves GTA online and it sounds mm-hmm. like what they're doing for this P- PS five version, better load times and actual tutorials start you in a better place. Yeah. As your character. Yeah. I want to try that. I want to jump into that. And so, so my, what, maybe I'll end up playing the contract. What ended up getting me and a few of my friends playing no pixel was we originally tried to play vanilla GTA online. Cause they just, it seemed like it would be fun. The yeah. problems we were playing on PC where they have terrible, 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 terrible problems with hackers. It's very ah, most, yeah, yeah. the most toxic experience I've ever had playing any online game. And that's obviously a very high bar. But when this, my plan is when this new GTA five remaster comes out, hopefully soon will be to die. Will, will be to try and, and get the load times, as you know, famously bad. And hopefully that's yeah. get some of that stuff's getting fixed for the, for the, uh, the current gen remaster. I'm going to give, I'm going to, if I, I'm going to give it a try again on console where hacking and stuff, it's still going to be toxicity, just let less of a, of a hacking type nature. I want to give it another try because that is tremendous possibility for fun there. And I would like, God knows how they could, they could ever do it, but I would really like to see GTA online. Um, evolve to something more like an official version of what they do with no pixel because what they do with no pixel given that it's just a mod is absolutely phenomenal it really is the closest i've ever seen to and obviously zuck's made it a dirty word now but this concept of a, of a metaverse like a true other world that you can go to and inhabit and live another life and have like a whole other social circle and it's it's what they're doing over there with a modded version of the game is remarkable and i, I think about what would be possible if that was actually being run out of, you know, Rockstar and Take-Two with all of their resources, like the full role-playing version uh, of GTA Online, I think would be tremendous. 100%. I'm excited to see what happens with GTA Online and, uh, yeah, what goes on with the future, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Final one for the day, number six. This is Tom Holland's dream video game movie. Uh, We go to GameSpot.com, who asked him the question on the Uncharted Press Tour. I have Kevin, there's a clip there for you to play. Before you do, Gary, what do you think he's going to (laughs) say? I'm sorry, I, I sneezed right during the question. What was the what was the question? What do you think Tom Holland's dream video game project is? Tom Holland? Yeah, he's a, he's Spider Man. He's <laughs> oh he's that Drake. one. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's Nathan Drake and Uncharted. No, yeah, okay. So what? Wait, why are we talking? Did, did he say something about the video oh, game? That he yes! really wants to that was a really. About to, we're about to see what his dream video. He's probably not watching the preview. Kevin, just play the fucking clip. I'm not Wait. watching. The, I don't have the stream on because oh, I can't oh, listen okay. to two things at once. Watch but the stream because we're about to watch. Trailer. Oh, here we go. Okay, all right, go on. Well, I mean, isn't it fucking uncharted? I mean, it seems like well, like, all right, like all right, right, focus, focus, focus. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to watch the stream. Click. Kevin it's like, hey, please go stream. watch Uncharted. But here's the video game movie okay, I really wish I had done. Hit he's the not. watch stream thing and just. I'm, well, I'm fucking watching it. I'm doing Gary, it now. There you go. Your heart, <laughs> Kevin. Go ahead. You're given a blank check to adapt any video game that you want that you can imagine, and you can star in it, be whoever you want. What game do you pick, and who do you play? I would like to make a Jack and Daxter movie and I would play Jack, but I would make it at A24, so it was really weird and like dark. <laughs> live action, not not like an animated movie? Yeah, I would do like a really weird live action version of Jack and Daxter. You're given there a you go, blank check GameSpot with the scoop, any video- of course. GameSpot. Can't scoop anything on Elden Ring, but they're there to get you this news about Jack and Daxter coming from. Yeah, I love uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, what, what, what a great story. Just seems Tom like Holland's a nice incredible. guy, you know. Yeah. Do you know him yet? Have you met him through your Hollywood connections? No, he's, obviously he's from the same part of the world as me. Um, well, it's a big country, yeah. though. Big country. Well, not, not 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 the entire country. I mean, we're both from we're both from the same from the same city. I mean, it's a big city as well. But um, rip, 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 Ripshin, Hampshire, Shire. 
He always got yeah, some weird names. Yeah, over yeah. Rip, Rippenhamshire or whatever. You know what I mean, Kevin? They like yeah. invent the language. Yeah, no, like, you know, no, I mean, he, he's acting like we're joking about it. Put all the letters in. It's cool. Like he seems, he seems, he seems like just like a genuine kid. That next thing you know, he's oh shit, I'm super famous now. But he's rolling with it. I like it. You gotta love yeah. it. You should cut his hair though. It's a little bit too long right now. I think. Yeah, I like it. Grow it out further. Commit to it. Gary, I'm excited to see Tom Holland cut his hair, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Oh, and he's a Tottenham Hotspur fan as well, Tom Holland. So you see know you right there what I'm talking about. Tottenham Hotspur. Come on, what are you guys? The hell was that? The hell was that? Why are you trying to confuse us? Simple it up. Take some stuff out. Why are you putting U's in everything? Two L's and cancel. Get out of here. <laughs> out today. Uh, Kevin, I put in if you want to show this too. Uh, this is from Sucker Punch. Ghost of Sushima has added an Aloy outfit. We are excited to. Uh, we are excited. We are. This is uh, the ghost. We are so excited for Horizon Forbidden West from our friends at Gorilla. While we wait, uh, today we have released a new patch for a Ghost of Sushima director's cut that repairs a wind shrine to the north of Iki Island. Solve the puzzle there to earn an Aloy inspired surprise. Just a nice one for you to go get some free DLC. Looks cool. I like that they're doing that kind of thing. I like the little mm-hmm. tie-ins. Uh, Ollie Ollie World is out on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch and PC. Ooh, yes. Zoria, the Celestial Sisters, is on Switch and PC. Death and Request 2 is on Switch. Sifu is out on PS5, PS4, and PC. Uh, Power of the People is on PC. Crisis Remastered has a PC patch. Dandelion's Journey is now live in Gwent, and the Love Event is starting soon. Uh, Model Builder launches today for PC. New dates for you. Super Dungeon Maker is launching on Steam February 15th. And then Axis Games is going to present All Access Showcase on February 17th. That was enough for you. I got a deal of the day for you. You can play Riders Republic for free from February 10th to February 14th on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One. Gary. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for still doing this, are we? on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Well, when you got one like that is this, need, this needs to be said. Kebab says the plural of smoke is smoke. Thank you, Kebabs. That's all I need to know. Uh, Cam Hawkins says Xenoblade 2 came out in December 2017, not last year. Tim was probably thinking of the Definitive Edition, a remaster of the first game that released. Uh, and then PS Witch says, hate to be that guy, Greg, but Steph uh, Gingrich from Life is Strange True Colors and first introduced in Life is Strange Before the Storm is pronounced Steph, as in Stephanie. Uh, great show today. I don't know what I pronounced it as wrong, so mm-hmm. I apologize for pronouncing it wrong. But that actually makes sense because when I got there, what did I say? Did I say Stephen? Did I say something? Because when I got there, I I read it for some reason. I was like, Steph, Steph Gingrich. I don't know who I'm talking about there. But I know Steph, obviously, a radio DJ who I fell in love with. And did I run? You know what? I won't spoil the game for you. Everybody play Life is Strange. I don't know how many goddamn times I got to tell you to do it. You know? Drives me crazy, Gary. Life is Strange games are good, man. I still need to play the most recent one. you got to do it. See, I would have ruined it for you. I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, if you're watching live, ladies and gentlemen, the show is not ending for you. You can stay here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Up next is the Kind of Funny Morning Show with Nick, Andy, and of course, Snow, Bike, Mike. If you want to catch it later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. If you want more Kind of Funny Games daily, well, we got you. Go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. We're going to do the old post show over there, me and Gary, as we do each and every episode. And then tomorrow, of course, you have Blessing hosting alongside VGC. Jordan Midler. Thursday, it's going to be me and Tim. And then Friday, it is Blessing 
alongside Aaron Ashley Simon to close out your week. Did you Remember? just say Snoke Bike Mike? Because that would be a very different vibe. I don't think I did, but I might have. You know how I am. I just I say words did. and push. I'd want to see that though. I think that would be interesting. Because he, you're talking about Snoke from the movies, right? The Star Wars. Yeah, because you know Mike's, you know, so positive and you know a lot of positive energy, and Snoke is, you know, obviously kind so, of a. So you're saying a, he's a creation of the Emperor? Yeah, yeah he's, he a clay, he he's a clay. He's a clone now, just, right? Isn't he or something? I think it was a puppet. Thing? I think it was. A I puppet. don't know. No, he's a puppet. His, <laughs> yeah, he put his hand in there. He put his hand in there. Was controlling it. He had his like like he physically had his hand up him. Mm-hmm. I mean, forcefully. You know, like the force. Force. Oh. Like he was using his using the force. Mm-hmm. God, this movie suck now. This is, I mean, Gary, this make, is a, a, make another this is a theory I've not talk, yet been exposed to. Go, go talk to the Star Wars people. Make a good one again. <laughs> go talk to the Star Wars. Just go people. tell me what you have. You told them you're interested. I feel like you haven't mm-hmm. said to them you're interested. That would mm-hmm. help. Because Dave what? Filoni was like, "Hey, I'd like to make some more stuff," and they're like, "Just do everything." Yeah, like, do it. We don't care anymore. I mean, I've, I've, I've always said that, you know, I'll, I'll never turn down Star Wars, but I don't like fucking call them up every week going, got any Star Wars for me? If they call me and they've got something for me, great. But, you know, I don't like... Kevin, call Scott Bromley and it. tell him to walk into Kathleen Kennedy's office and hand his phone to Kathleen Kennedy. And then I'll tell <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy that Gary Witta, writer of Rogue One, would like to make more Star Wars. Call for you. Thank you. That, 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 that's what would make the difference, yeah. So if you, well, yeah, I mean, you sometimes you need an influencer to come in and influence people, and that's what mm-hmm. I do. And that's if she doesn't do. like how we influence her there, me and Kevin show up. You know what we do, Kevin? We tip over that Yoda statue out front, and we say, yeah, "This could be tip it over. This could, this could be any Yoda." All right. I think, no I think ILM is a totally different company. Just so you know, like, it, well, I don't. The, but to be fair, I don't know anything about where Kathleen Kennedy uh, works. So like I just feel like that's the mm. I I don't mm. want I don't want to go out of my way to be inconvenienced to try to help Gary. Sure. So it's like I know where that is. We could do that. It would make our statement. Okay. Like, yeah, you right. have to yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know message. if you know Kevin. These are empty threats. Like whatever. What other Yoda am I gonna push over? I got. <laughs> there. I'm not gonna push him over. He's a sideshow collectible. I love him. You know what I mean? All right. Wrap it up. You seen the detail on him lately, Kevin? No, I haven't. You won't show him to me. You refuse. Oh, well, remember we bought him for the office. The show is about to end, God. We bought it for the office, Kev. Remember this? And then there was a global pandemic, and now he just lives here. He's so cute. He's so cute. I want to kiss him. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, podcast services around the globe. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.